right. All right. Here we are on uh, episode 327 of the Quarantine Cast, recorded on July 29th, 2021. This episode is held together with shoestring and bubblegum. And Ryan's just holding his mic like a boss. Yeah. I'm like a lounge singer in the 40s. Yeah. There may or may not be weird sounds. I don't know. I've never held this mic before, but I know for a fact it wasn't designed to be held. Oh, boy. So, yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to get pretty tired after 20 minutes, but okay. I got my elbows firmly planted on the armrests of my chair. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna see what, what happens here. Rock solid. I it. Hmm. You still haven't had a guy come out to check on the AC, even, right? No, that's tomorrow. Oh, okay. I'm. <laughs> I'm curious to know how exactly it broke after a week of not being used, but whatever. It was starting to die okay. right before we left, and I think we just hoped that well, maybe it'll work. And mm-hmm. then it got worse when we came back. I, oh. And then they told us to try to keep running it, even though we were like, I think it's going to explode if we keep <laughs> running it. And they were like, well, keep going. So then I tried for like an hour mm-hmm. and um, I was monitoring it and like checking it every 15 minutes to see if it exploded. And uh, also to see if the temperature was going down in the room. And the, now, the noise was going from like, da 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 to like by the time I came in the very last time I was like oh no and it was and I just looked at the temperature and uh, it wasn't going down anymore and I was like Jesus Christ okay I could have told everyone this was happening in fact I did tell everyone this is what was going to happen just just a more aggressive HAL 9000 at the end of uh, yeah Space Odyssey. Yeah, that's fun. I get. Oh, yeah. Wait, are you mixing? No, it is Hell 9000. Yeah. I was thinking of Ed 209. Oh. From Robocop. <laughs> Wait. Oh, huh. Yeah. Hmm. We, I. So I know the events of Robocop. I don't think I've ever seen the movie Robocop. Damn. Yeah. Gotta watch Robocop, fam. Just hold up. Yeah. Eh. It's worth seeing the origins of a lot of like interesting action movie stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's an OG. And then after that, you can watch the Harmontown podcast where they interview the writer of RoboCop, Ed Newmeyer. And all three of the people on the podcast are just RoboCop super fans. So it's just <laughs> watching famous fanboys just absolutely geek out with the creator of the thing that they're a fan of, and it's pretty awesome. Ed Neumeyer's supposed to be a cool dude, right? Yeah, he seemed like a really cool dude. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, check it out, and then watch the hour and a half long, or listen to the hour and a half long podcast with Ed Neumeyer. <laughs> Hell of a double feature, RoboCop, and then a podcast about the movie RoboCop. Yeah, Love it. it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And then also maybe listen to the improv bit where Dan Harmon plays... Uh, Ed 209. <laughs> and uh, Ed 209's father is undergoing medical mm-hmm. issues, I think. <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. like rushing over <laughs> to help his dad. 
do um do do they pitch Ed Newmeyer on a RoboCop four where RoboCop is just one of their penises? <laughs> they don't do that. They do get really excited over a potential RoboCop spinoff. Oh, that uh, or not spinoff, a sequel that would have ignored all the other sequels and just only gone off the canon of the first movie created by Ed Newmeyer. Right. That he was apparently in talks for, and then it all. I mean, that was like you know three years ago, and yeah. Nothing's come of it, so yeah. guessing it's done. Mm-hmm. I as is Scarlett Johansson's working relationship with Disney, I guess, because she's suing them for fifty million dollars. Huh? Yeah. I didn't see this. Yeah. What's that um, all about? So apparently, uh, them releasing Black Widow to streaming services alongside uh, its theatrical release, uh, she claims is a violation of her contract. Because I think um, payout, she either got a cut of box office revenue or like uh, bonuses tied to how much she's getting paid for the project are tied to box office numbers. Got it. I wonder if it was the net or the gross. Because that's the dirty little secret of Hollywood accounting is that no movies ever make money ever. (laughs) So if you take a percentage of the gross profits, you'll literally never see a dime. Uh, you just have to take the net mm-hmm. box office and take a smaller percentage of that, right? Because you'll actually see money that way. <laughs> uh, what do you mean no movies make money ever? I, I can go on Wikipedia right now and it'll say yep. how much it made versus how much it cost to make. Yep, that's. But using Hollywood accounting, and oh. they'll they'll throw like uh, an ethereal marketing budget in there to offset any actual profits for accounting reasons <laughs> so that they can just pretend that no movie ever makes any money. I, uh, yeah, it's great. Oh, oh, now I see what you mean. This yeah. is, I okay. This is some underhanded uh, inside Hollywood shit. No, no movies make money. That's, that's, the, that's the key mm. <laughs> to movie studios making money is pretending they don't make money (laughs) (laughs) yeah actually now that you point that out yeah all the worker everybody there they're they're on contracts they're not full-on employees they only get health care because they're in a union like okay Mm -hmm. yeah this is a shady setup yeah they they do a lot of good pr for cops and that's the only reason they can do half the shit that they can do Imagine if it was back in the day when actors and actresses used to sign like multi-picture deals with movie studios, <laughs> which would just like lock them in for like the next 10 movies and they didn't really have a say. It would yeah. just be like, you're in this movie now. And they're like, this is a pile of shit. It'd be like, uh, it's your pile of shit now, buddy. Make your it your own. ruined. <laughs> make it your own. I... You're going to have to fuck a pie in this one, and then you're just going to be that guy for your entire you're career. Fuck a pie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, actually, I don't know. I don't know the history of multi-picture deals. I, I I feel like those were further back than... When did American yeah. Pie come out? Like 1998? Yeah, American Pie might have been like 2001 or something. But yeah, no, it's... Uh, that, that was like golden age of Hollywood, like 50s more so than anything. When it was just like, hey, hey, what's up, dame? You're pretty good looking. You want to be mm-hmm. in the pictures? Like, 
Like, there wasn't actors in the same mm-hmm. way that there are now. <laughs> so. Okay, so uh, American Pie, the movie, not the song, Google. Come on, you know what I'm about. Uh, July 9th, 1999. I think not another teen movie came out like the uh, first or second weekend after 9-11. <laughs> they, they, they didn't think, yeah, maybe we'll hold off on this one. <laughs> they were like, no, this is what America needs. I think that's Bo Burnham's joke in Inside. It's like healing the world through comedy. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm still wrong. December 7th, 2001. So, okay, it they get... might have been delayed, though. Oh, yeah. Fuck. December 7th is kind of a weird time to release a movie, especially, like, a, a rollicking comedy. Right. Kind of right not... before Christmas. That's also not quite weird enough to be, like, the uh, counter-programming that you sometimes get. Like, I know a couple of horror movies release around Thanksgiving and Christmas every year just because... Not everybody wants to go see a Christmas movie. Nah. Not even Christmas movies, though. It's just like a type of movie. That's true. That generally is like considered a winter movie. Mm. But, yeah. yeah. Who knows? It's also 2001. That was 20 years ago, <laughs> which is... Womp. <laughs> yeah, that's basically like history now. <laughs> you actually... Stuff that happened in 2001 is kind of irrelevant in terms of how the world works nowadays. A quarter of a century, a fifth of a century ago. A quarter of a fifth, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. How'd the solo cast go? Uh, It went well. Uh, I think I accidentally invented, like a term that there's probably like an actual like psychiatric uh or there like an actual therapist term for what i'm describing but i settled Mm. on uh astronaut me i'm gonna stop comparing myself to astronaut me basically where Mm. you know how jeffrey bezos definitely like a part of his reasoning for going to space was like i'm the richest man in the world i have everything but I'm not an astronaut. And then now he's an astronaut. Yeah, basically like to stop creating, stop inventing like better versions of yourself to compare yourself to and then feel bad about. Because I do that more often than I probably should. Isn't it just like analyzing opportunity cost? Like it's it's the reason behind, I feel like almost all choice paralysis mm-hmm. is just overanalyzing the lost opportunities by choosing one option. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but you don't see the benefits of the option you chose mm-hmm. because all you're looking at is the lost opportunities basically. Right. So, and it's just like any choice is going to lead to an infinite amount of lost opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you have to just appreciate the opportunity that you did gain from any choice because otherwise like you're, you just have to pick the one that has the most benefit, mm-hmm. even though the negative to all of them is every other option not coming true. Right. So. Well, that's not how my brain works when I'm in a depressive <laughs> episode, you know? I'm just like, yeah. I should be more. You couldn't have become an astronaut, you and me both. Because you're too tall. Yeah. So. Just short even... kings up in space, exclusively. Yeah. Can women be short kings? I feel like women can be short kings, right? 
no. I'm going to go ahead and say that maybe because of the the general lack of stigma against shorter women in comparison with shorter men that it might be co-opting a little bit. Well, I mean, now it's gone the other way, right? It's almost like No, it hasn't. Yeah, no, it hasn't. So. Lucas. Lucas, you're the same height as me. Don't pretend that like short people have it better. No, 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 no. No, I'm saying that like I, I've seen a couple of instances, granted it died down recently, but of, like, people being like, fuck short women. Like, locking well, locking in guys more easily, like, plant, yeah. like pedo-baity shit. Like, stuff that is very problematic, but, like, it's out there. It's out there. Yeah. But. No? Okay. <laughs> okay. Not It's out there, but I'm going to go ahead and say it's a fringe group. That's right. Uh, in comparison with just... American society <laughs> basically rejecting men for something that they can't possibly change about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's one of one of the few issues that I feel sympathy for with guys. That's They're fair. just like, I'm five five. Everyone hates me and I don't know why. Jesus. Like, <laughs> Fucking brutal man. <laughs> and if I get mad about it, they say that it's because I'm short. <laughs> <laughs> I can do. I'm in a box. I. And maybe it's because it transcends other boundaries like mm-hmm. race and things and ethnicities. Yeah. Like, that it's just yeah no it's a cross culture <laughs> shorter. You get you get the short end of the stick. But um. Yeah. <laughs> Are you like me in solidarity? And when you're on a dating app, do you swipe left on any girl with a height requirement? Or do you, you, you don't care? Uh, I love how you assume every girl I swipe on, I'm in the bio. Uh, appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, um, damn. Lucas, <laughs> you're fucking shallow. Um, I love it. That's like most of the fun back yeah, when I was Yeah, dating, that is. Was like yeah. really kind of getting how this person mm-hmm. markets themselves. I. You can learn a lot about like how they choose to market themselves. Yeah, and like... Mm, I've had very judgmental thoughts where, like, I see somebody's, like, opening picture and just think, that's how you're putting yourself out there? Buddy. Uh, but, um... Buddy. <laughs> like a child. Like you would, like a... Uh, oh, okay. you don't... Oh, man. You don't get what this mm. is. Uh, sure. Um, the, uh... I haven't run across that too much, actually, at least not that I've seen. Um, for me, I'm definitely in the position of anybody who's like moderate pol- politics, I think. Uh, uh, that's a little suspect. That's a little suspect for me. I'd rather not engage. So if, if there was a girl that was liberal mm-hmm. and, you know, five foot ten and said, must be over six foot to swipe right, you would you would swipe right? <laughs> I mean, she looking for a long time or a good time. <laughs> well, I mean, which either? Uh, when's it? When's it? A, when's it a left and when's it a right? Because mm. you're saying if she, if you're looking for like a relationship, you'd go left because it's shallow. But if you're looking for like a one time thing, you'd go right because who cares if she's shallow? That's fair. I uh, it. No, I'm asking that for you, because for me, it was always a universal left, no matter what I was looking for. Really? You think you would yeah, be so put off by that arbitrary... Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair. No, fuck, fuck that shit, man. I get... Mm, I guess I have seen bios where it's like, 
no black guys and stuff like that. And that is, <laughs> oh, no. Like, like, this it's, is worse, it's worse because there are generations of issues <laughs> exactly. with this. But it's yeah, worse because principle. of the universal oppression, but it is the exact same principle. Yeah. Like, it is literally just judging someone based on something that they can't possibly change about themselves. Like, you no, know, I didn't yeah. have a policy before, but I think, yeah, I got to swipe left on these people now because wow, yeah, I've, I've, you're you're woke now. I got to reject them. I it yeah, it only I've because, made Lucas yeah. woke. You're like the only buddy that I have that's still hitting those dating apps hard. So I love it that I'm I'm able to influence you in this way. Yeah, make the world a slightly better place as as guys who uh, qualify mm-hmm. for all of. The, I've I've never seen someone say right. Taller than me, I would. I would think I'd laugh if someone was like six five or taller. I'd be like, okay, hold on. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, what? You're there. This is such a narrow pool that you're creating. Like, I just don't know. <laughs> Do you, especially on like Bumble, where you can create filters, right? And you don't have to hurt people. You don't have to feelings. put people out there. No. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you're not hurting people's feelings that way. Still think it's kind of shitty of you to use a filter like that, but like, right? Whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. People are into what they're into, and you're not going to change. But at least this way, you're not hurting people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, mm, man? Do you do the judgmental tall guy thing sometimes, where you're just out on the street and you see a dude who's like six six and think to yourself, that guy might be too tall. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that I feel like I'm in the perfect, like Goldilocks zone, yep. where I am tall. And every everywhere I go, people are probably not really taking notice of me, but at least subconsciously going like, "Okay, that's a tall person." Yeah, uh, and it's it's tracking, mm-hmm. and I qualify for yeah all those bullshit potentially subconscious height requirements that people have. Right. Uh, but also, yeah, not constantly the center of attention because I'm a freak. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think you could probably six four and yeah. maybe six five. You're probably still in the same boat. Six five might be starting to push it pretty hard, but yeah. Right. Once you get like six six or taller, you're you're now the center of attention everywhere you go because you're so tall. Yeah. Like, and that that sounds that sounds like a bit of a hellscape. Like it's I already bump my head on planes and stuff like right. that because they're not built for me. So I can't imagine if you tack on a few extra inches. God, mm, sitting down on a plane, I am already packed in there. If I were right. yeah two inches taller, I okay, I got to cross my legs just to have a chance of getting in yeah my knees are literally bumping up against the seat in front of me in coach so Mm -hmm. yeah like any extra height and i'm already i'm I'm just gonna get more and more uncomfortable so yeah no we we got it good yeah We, we we need to use our privilege to help others and if that is swiping left on shallow people that have some bullshit height requirement then right so be it we're an ally i look Listen, if you're a tall person out there and just want to date somebody taller than you, get in the filters. Yeah, be be yeah. discreet about it. Like, I get it. We're all superficial, but I, come on. Come yeah. on. A little decorum. A little bit. Huh. Just, just, just be nice about it. Yeah. I might judge you a little bit. A little bit. You know. Yeah. Something that you could work on a little bit. Like, is it weird if a guy... Sets his filters to 18 to 21 when he's 35. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I might judge him a little bit for yeah. it. <laughs> it's better than putting, I only swipe right if you're in college. Like It's oh, better than that. Fuck. But I'm going to judge you a little bit if that's your preference. Like, <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I am <laughs> I am 26 now and I still have my I don't know. I, I don't remember when I set a Bumble, but I still have like the minimum age that I'm matching with is 21. And lately I've been thinking, maybe I got to bump that up bump a little bit. Up. Yeah, I think it's time. 26 is, yeah, starting to push it. Mm-hmm. That's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mid 20s. I'm practically mm-hmm. going to be 30 next year. <laughs> it's basically May. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was 24, mm-hmm. and then my girlfriend was 20, and 20 was the low low end on my range, so almost missed out. Now 25 and 21, and the gap will get less and less uh, scrutinized yeah. <laughs> the older we get. <laughs> I don't know when it's like no longer even a consideration. Is it like 40 and 36, where like that's not even you're something both, that people are going to think about? You're both middle-aged, yeah. Yeah, like no one cares mm-hmm. once you're both over 35. Yeah. 35 and 70, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Man, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all respect the hustle, right? Like once someone gets into their mid 30s, it's like, we know you're making full last decisions for yourself. Oh, once, wow. When, when someone's in like their teens or early 20s it's like okay your brain hasn't even fully developed yet this seems predatory but mm-hmm. once you're in your mid-30s it's kind of like you know what respect the hustle like if you're yeah if this is the way you want to live your life you you should go ahead and it, do it yeah what well, yeah you know what like once you get to your high 20s even it's like okay you can date anyone older than you you're an adult you've been around yeah. for a while you know what's up you're making a conscious conscious decision and are well aware of the exploitation that's mm-hmm. going on. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. This is cliche. This is cliche, but dating is weird. Dating is. Well, what are we doing? Well, life is already so goddamn weird. Yeah. The guy who said that is a cocaine addict <laughs> who divorced his wife. <laughs> what? <laughs> John Mulaney. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. He, he recently got out of rehab and uh, finalized his divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking brutal, man. <laughs> I mean, it. I hope they're both happy. You know? They're not. Oh, wow. <laughs> his wife was very broken up about it. Oh, and wanted geez. it to be very clear that it was John Mulaney that was the one that uh, ended things. And she was... She wanted them to be able to reconcile. <laughs> yeah, they're not both happy. You don't. This was clearly John Mulaney. Uh, I don't know. You don't usually hear. You don't usually hear this where it's the person coming out of rehab, very convinced that this relationship needs to end. But here we are. I mean, going in, they were convinced, and I guess coming out, no, nothing changed. Fuck. So. Damn. Yeah, fucking brutal, man. Good luck to both of them, then. I don't... I... Yeah, good luck to Anna. Ooh. They had a they had a French bulldog named Petunia. They were really cute. All yeah. of his specials, he talked about her so lovingly. Mm-hmm. And now... <laughs> that's just weird. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God, those are going to age really poorly if they haven't already... Oh, boy. Yeah. No, they'll be Louis C.K., 
and all of his <laughs> masturbation jokes. Like they're really gonna hit. Well, like, I mean, Ooh. I don't. Oh God! Like maybe maybe a story is cooking somewhere, but it sounds like John Mulaney's addiction was mostly self-destructive, and also that relationship falling apart. But I don't know. I I, I hope he didn't hurt anyone while going through this. But uh, no, sounds like he hurt his. His wife, yeah. His, his love. Yeah. His spouse. Who <laughs> 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 you could argue is, you know. Yeah. A person. A human. He's going to have to find new material. He's so funny. You will. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's definitely not cancelable. <laughs> but, yeah. Nah. Do a celebrity did drugs and had a messy divorce? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> John Mulaney's over a party. I mean, who knows? Maybe some shit's going to come out. Yeah. No idea. We shall see. But that is about all we are going to see and hear and talk about on episode 327 of the Quarantine Cast. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, where we have a bunch of fantastic highlight clips for you to enjoy. Email us your questions and business opportunities, voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a couple of great tiers. Support us there, help us keep the lights on, or give us money directly through Anchor Podcasts. Uh, Act Blue link in the description down below if you want to help a collection of great progressive causes. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter for updates at V2 underscore podcast and follow me at LucasDeWriter on Twitter. Thank you all so much for listening and good luck with whatever you got going on. <laughs>